Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. worship pleasure and prosperity in this country and Jesus stands against that kind of idolatry with a drawn sword why is he against pleasure no he's the one who gave you taste buds and the ability to experience pleasure it was his idea but not so you could make an idol out of it Are you worshiping the provisions or the provider? God created this amazing world and has blessed us with the ability to enjoy it. As Pastor Robert clarifies in today's message, there is nothing wrong with enjoying the God-given pleasures of this life, but they should not come before our relationship with Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. glorious transformation began to take place in his life and he realized he he needed to quit his job and move back to where he was from and be reunited with his family and all these he had divorced his wife come down here and and you know for 10 years he'd been married 10 years and then he'd come down here he'd been in in South Beach 10 years and the Lord got a hold of his life and so he moved back home told his wife the truth because he'd never told her the, the real truth about why he divorced her Talked to his mom and dad, got honest with his sister and you know his immediate family, and then he found out he was HIV positive. Just doesn't seem right. No, God doesn't always step in and prevent the consequences of our foolish choices. Sometimes he does. He protects us sometimes from even our own stupidity, but sometimes he doesn't. You know, I wonder, this guy's name was Stephen. I wonder if in Stephen's life, Maybe he realized he he needed that reminder to never turn back. There are consequences for our compromises, consequences for the choices that we make. Sexual immorality is normal in our culture, but it is still sin. And you can rationalize it, Christian, but eventually it will bite you. And your father doesn't want that for you. He doesn't want that for you. And so his sword is drawn against such as choose compromise over trusting him. You know, idolatry is more subtle. It's more insidious. What does that look like in the 21st century? Well, it looks like a man who focuses more on his career and his hobbies or even on his family than he does on pleasing Jesus. And I I could have said woman, right? Same thing's true. I mean, what is it you think about? You know, when when you get quiet, when you get alone, when you settle down, you ever have one of those, you know, you're like, you just kind of breathe out 
Where does your mind go? Some dream you have, some fantasy that you have, some, some goal that you have, some person, some activity, some project, or does your heart begin to worship? Because you're just so filled with gratitude for everything Jesus is doing in your life that, that when, you, when you just get quiet and the activities, you know, you're, you're not rushing around and things are not demanding your attention, that, that your heart just begins to turn to him. You begin to thank him for his mercy in, in your life and for letting you live in South Florida for providing for your needs and taking care. Is that what bubbles up? We worship pleasure and prosperity in this country. And Jesus stands against that kind of idolatry with a drawn sword. Why? Is he against pleasure? No. He's the one who gave you taste buds and the ability to experience pleasure. It was his idea but not so you could make an idol out of it. Is he against prosperity? No. The Bible says he's the one who makes people rich, that he's the one who gives people the ability to create wealth. Comes from him. Well, then what's the problem? The problem is making an idol out of it, focusing on the wealth, focusing on the, the prosperity, focusing on the pleasure, rather than keeping your focus on him, trusting him, looking to him. You know that there's a tension. I deal with it as a pastor. When, when I get focused on trying to make the church grow, do you understand that's a problem? I mean, it seems like that'd be a good thing, focus on church growth. No, that's actually a problem. I can make an idol out of the church. Pastors do it all the time. But what the Bible teaches us is if I just keep my focus on him, just obey him, look to him, let him lead me, let him guide me, then... He'll provide for my needs. The Bible says at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. But he stands against us if our focus is on the pleasures. If we begin serving the prosperity rather than the provider, he will oppose our self-serving activities and attitudes. You know, when my son David was born, I very quickly made him an idol in my heart. He was all I could think about. It was so hard to leave. You know, we lived, Elizabeth and I lived not far from here. You know, we, we had an apartment um, down on Collins Avenue. And I was working like as a contract employee. So I was blessed to be able to take a few days off when David was born. And, and then, you know, I had to go back to work. We had started the church, and you know, but the church was really, really small, maybe 40 people, I don't know, 30, 40 people. And Elizabeth was very new to this country. She didn't know how to drive. She didn't know how to shop. She didn't know how to deal with the banks. I remember, you know, she didn't even know how to figure out what bra size. She, you know, at one point I asked her, I'm like, Elizabeth, it dawned on me, we've been married like a year, year and a half, and, and she hadn't bought, I'm like, you like neat underwear or anything like that? And she looked at me all sheepish. She's like, no, I, I actually called my mom and she's sending me some. I'm like, what? But I realized she, she, didn't know, she didn't know how to do anything. 
And you know what I, you know what I, I realized? I've got a newborn son at home, and I don't trust my wife. My, she, listen, stand up. Let me just throw you completely under the bus. No, I'm kidding. No, but listen, I had such a battle going on in my mind. I've got a newborn infant at home, and she was so easily distracted. I mean, it just took nothing. I got my first clue of that on our honeymoon when she put bacon on to fry and then sat down to watch television. And I hear this blood-curdling scream come running up the stairs and there flames shooting up like this high on the stove. She's trying to burn the cabin down. And I'm, and I'm leaving my newborn son at home with her. I didn't trust her with him. She knows, listen, we, we have no secrets. That's not who she is anymore. It's not who I am anymore either. You know why? Because I encountered this. I'm serious. Jesus drew his sword. What do I mean by that? He confronted me because he loves me. And because he loves my son, he's not a baby anymore, more than I do. And what the Lord showed me was that it was in my best interest and it was in my son's best interest that I entrust him to his father. That God Almighty, who never makes a mistake, gave him to that woman to be his mother. And that it was incredibly arrogant of me to second guess his decision. And all of a sudden I'm like, I see it. I'm sorry. And I, I, had to, I had to give my son back to his father. I had to choose. And I had to come clean with God. I, I, do you understand? I, I had to acknowledge to God that I didn't trust him with my baby boy. Because that was the truth. I was so afraid something was going to happen to him. I was going to get a phone call. You know what I mean? I was so afraid something was going to happen to this little newborn I loved so much. And I realized, man, it's sin. I'm making, I'm making my child an idol in my heart. I, I, it can't be. We are so glad you joined us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to peruse our website, MainThingRadio.com. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. God has been using Main Thing Radio as a powerful tool to reach people with the gospel, and He has given us a vision to expand our ministry and reach this earthly mission field with His message of hope and forgiveness. But just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved in producing professional quality radio broadcasts. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? With a gift of $15 or more, we'll send you a copy of The Jesus Style by Gail Irwin. Used as a textbook in many seminaries, The Jesus Style shows how the example of Jesus is one after which each Christian should model their own life. This inspiring book is yours as our way of saying thank you for your devotion to Main Thing Radio. For more information or to contribute, 
please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. From all of us at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on Main Thing Radio.